With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Shelby, and I'm from Reynoldsburg, Ohio. So what was broken on my car was really unique, and they did a wonderful job at tracking it down and had it there the next day and fixed. 3C dealt with my insurance, so I just got to sit back, and they took care of everything. I had my car back within a week, then somebody else hit it, and now I find myself back at 3C Body Shop. I would recommend 3C to family, friends, and anybody who's been an ex. 3C Body Shop, the finest in collision Experience the joy of watching your friends and family's faces light up when you feed them wild game you harvested and made them delicious sausages. Or meat you barbecue and grill with the finest seasonings available. Visit our friends at Waltons.com to find everything you need to turn wild game into tasty meat snacks or spice up your barbecue with new flavors and seasonings. With over 500 seasonings to choose from, there's something that everyone will love. They even have step-by-step videos and how-to articles at Beachistics to help you go from animal to edible. Use coupon RANGERS15 at checkout to save 15% on your first order at Waltons.com. Waltons, everything but the meat. This is Curtis Terry from the Round Rock Express. You're listening to the Ranger Report. Welcome to the Ranger Report, Prod. If you want the inside scoop, listen to the Ranger Report. All right, yeah, here we go. This is the Ranger Report podcast. News, insights, predictions, interviews, and information about the Texas Rangers from the major leagues to the minor leagues. And now, here are your hosts, Ben Dieter and C.J. Berryman. All right, welcome to the Ranger Report podcast. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. I am at bdieter 75 I am CJ Berryman. You can find me at CJB underscore RR on that twit box thingy major twit, twit clean. That's right. And we are twit, brought, whatever it is. We are brought to you by Walton's Everything But The Meat and also uh, brought to you by Dallas Sports Nation. And we are joined tonight by someone that uh, CJ has a has a relationship with. Jace, how's it going, man? How's it going pretty good. How are y'all doing? Jace Hightower, one of my BFFs. You know, we got to sit down. He came uh, home for... Uh, was it around Christmas time? Well, to watch the uh, Patrick Mahomes fumble fart <laughs> against the <laughs> Bengals. Uh, and he brought a Giorno pizza over and some toilet paper. So I appreciate it. Yeah, got to bring the essentials. <laughs> Those are both very essential. I would agree with that. So I would agree. Uh, so CJ, when did you and Jace become friends? Let's ask Jace that question. Well, I've known you for about too long. Um <laughs> I'd say probably in T-ball. No, yep. It's probably when we first kind of met each other over the years. You know, we always were playing baseball against each other, sometimes with each other. And so I've been friends with this this guy for 
Yeah, 30 something years now, I guess. That's a few minutes. Yeah. Talk about our relationship in regards with the Rangers because you and I can go back and forth with random, random ass names going way, way, way back. And not just random names with the Rangers, but random names in baseball. And I'll just kind of talk about that and how fun it is that you and I can go back and forth. I mean, we could talk all night long and we have talked all night long <laughs> about random Ranger stuff. You know, something that I've always kind of liked about it was just I'm kind of a, a stats nerd, not like a sabermetrics person. I won't get started on war right now, but yeah, you know, so I always liked kind of rooting for the the little guy like that one year in the early 2000s when like Herbert Perry hit almost what 30 home runs almost or something and I was like, "Cool, Herbert Perry never played more than like one at bat." <laughs> you know. <laughs> but you know, it was always something fun like that where I just weird things like that would always stick in my brain. So uh, I know this, I know this answer to this question. When we were in high school and the Rangers were kind of turning over a new leaf, who was your favorite player? Oh, that's Michael Young. No, no, no. Wrong answer. Oh, before him? Yep. Oh, man. It was Rusty Greer. Yeah. And then I was going to say between Rusty Greer and Michael Young, uh, I was a big Kevin Minch fan too. You know, I, I had, I had Kevin Minch. I did this podcast before and I had Kevin Minch on a couple of different times. And uh, pretty awesome dude. But one of the best ones was he called me while I was driving down I-20 on the way home from somewhere. And like I had to answer the phone while I'm pulling over and, and I had to pull over, set up my recording software, like plug in the phone, plug in the microphone. And he was like, dang, I must be pretty important for you to go through all that just to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he, he was he was an incredible dude, man. He, I had him on a couple of different times and he really, really I mean, just as nice as could be. He was working with kids at that point in the Dallas area in a batting cage, batting practice type area where he would work with them. Pretty. I mean, just an amazing dude to talk to. So, yeah, that's a good favorite to have. Yeah, I I uh, first saw him before he got called up. I think the first time uh, I was living up around Oklahoma City, so it was back when Oklahoma City was the AAA affiliate. Yep. And uh, the Rangers came down, and it was I want to say it was either the first or I think it was like the first or second year that Soriano was there. You know, happy anniversary to that trade. Which we could have had Robinson Cano. Yeah, well, you know, Joaquin Arias <laughs> he had some things going for him in the minors. You know, but uh, yeah, Kevin Minch hit a, you know, hit a bomb off. Uh, I think it might've been Ryan Drees or some, I can't remember who it was now. I saw that and I was like, man, that dude crushed it. And then a few months later, there he was in the big. So I was like, I saw that dude. We're basically brothers now. <laughs> <laughs> well, he still holds the record. Was it seven games in a row that he hit? Seven games run? in a row. Yeah. In 2005. Yep. Only right-hander to do it. Yeah. And I loved when he, he was not on Twitter anymore, but when he was, his handle was big headed Shrek, which I love. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice that he just kind of leaned into it. <laughs> it, it is. Yeah. He did. It's kinda, just like the chemo possum thing. You just kind of, you know, big headed Shrek, chemo possum, both really good nicknames. <laughs> oh. Shut up, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I can't say much. I, I, I had bad nicknames growing up, but I'm not going to share them, any of them on here right now. Well, I've got one for you now. Of course, you know which one that is. Santa yeah, Claus. I do. I do, yeah. And that one, mm. see, but that one's not insulting enough. Well, I guess it is since I'm only in my 40s, but, you know, <laughs> people have thought I was Santa Claus since I was in my 20s, so I guess it doesn't really matter. 
All right. Well, the Rangers have, uh, and CJ and I have talked about this a little bit, but wanted to bring Jason on this. The Rangers are headed in what I think is the right direction. And a lot of Rangers fans think is the right direction with all the uh, players they brought in and the ones they're going to try to bring in after this stupid lockout is over, which we'll talk about a little later. But I mean, Jace, how do you feel right now with the, uh, with Seager and Simeon and, and John Gray and Cole Calhoun and the, the, the direction that the Rangers are trending with all their minor league players and to put it mildly, you know, pumped beyond belief. Uh, <laughs> you know, I think it was kind of rough, obviously watching last year and, and having, you know, growing up, we always kind of had, you know, those, it was always sort of the opposite. You know, our pitchers might have like a six ERA, but we're going to hit 400 home runs a season. And so uh, last season was just sort of rough. You know, all those times we couldn't punch in runs or couldn't, you know, just couldn't get any momentum going. And yeah. So having someone, having both Simeon and Seeger in that lineup, I, I can't help but feel like we're going to have a little bit more run support so that, you know, especially when some of these young kids get out there, they, they probably will feel like they can make a mistake or two because, you know, you got those two dudes coming up in the, in the rotator in the lineup. So it's got to feel pretty good. I think all around. And you're a Taylor Hearn fan. Big time. Uh, yep. So talk about whenever you became a fan of his and how, how cool is it that we got him on? And by the way, let me go ahead and preface this. Me and Jace were actually in a legitimate fight. We were like legitimately arguing and mad at each other. And then I got Taylor Hurd on and I announced that. And he goes, (laughs) I was really mad at you yesterday, but now you have totally redeemed yourself. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was about to, I was about to write you out of my will. So that that's what saved you, man. I think, and now I can't remember who it was, but he had an at bat in his, his, when he was first called up that, you know, he, he kind of didn't get a couple of calls early in the count, but he kept, I just really liked his approach that he just kept firing away and, and wouldn't back down. And, you know, I, I mean, I, I was never a pitcher, but I feel like if, if that was me, I'd be like, you know, screw it. I'm just going to walk this dude and move on to the next. But, and I think that's, you know, listening to your interview, kind of hearing how, you know, he grew up in a rodeo family is just not in his nature to, to back down. So I, I like watching him pitch because he doesn't, even when he was first up, it didn't seem too big for him and it didn't seem intimidated out there. Whereas I would probably, you know, after like one pitch be weeping, I'm <laughs> like, I'm not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's, let's turn to lockout talk and they're going to meet tomorrow. And we got news of that pretty much right when me and Ben were finishing up our interview with Brad Sham earlier. And so we wanted to get your thoughts first off. What are your thoughts on Rob Manford? I've already made them very, very, very. <laughs> ben, Ben's had to, Ben's had to uh, curtail me a little bit. Of, talk you down off the, on. talk you down off the cliff. Yeah. Cause I was throwing fire. So what are your thoughts, Jace? <laughs> I, I, I try to temper my, my perceiving rage with the knowledge that like he's, he's kind of at the mercy of the owners, but even still, I mean, I think to myself, well, you know, if, was it was a branch Ricky back in the day who like was the ultimate kind of players commissioner. I feel like there's there's opportunities for for him to give the players what they want without really hurting the bottom line of the owners. And you look at it there, the owners, you know, their their total revenues went up 30 percent, whereas the average player salary went down six and 
for every, you know, every guy out there earning, you know, 500 million or, you know, whatever, <laughs> you know, for 13 years, there's, you know, a hundred of them that are, you know, on minor league deals or coming up and playing for same kind of, you know, salary that, you know, my wife makes as a teacher. So, yeah. you know, it's tough Ben's to live on her. Ben, yeah. Ben's a teacher too. So he, he feels your pain. Yeah. You know, so, you know, it is, it's, it's, it's tough enough to get by if you're just uh, trying to make it on one, you know, teacher salary and you got these billionaires saying, Oh, you know, Hey, you're asking for too much. You're yeah. in, in to me, I feel like Manfred is, is just he's a tool uh, bag. Yeah. You. He's a succubus ripping the soul <laughs> of baseball out of not only the game, but he's just like sucking the life force directly out of the fans, especially younger fans or ones who are not quite as, you know, ready to hit you with like the FP Santangelo talk or something. (laughs) (laughs) That's a name name all these dudes from like the (laughs) the old expos. But I mean, all across the spectrum, you, you can see how long it took them after the 94 strike. It took baseball you know, having three dudes hit like a combined 9 million home runs one yeah. season to like get the sport back Yep, on steroids. Yeah. You know, well, you know, they never, they never really proved it with bonds. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Never. <laughs> no. I mean, if you honestly, funny story, I like when I first saw bonds with the giants, like I didn't really remember him with the pirates. And so I honestly thought that the Barry Bonds on the Pirates was a different dude than the Barry Bonds on the Giants. <laughs> I was like, man, what are the odds that there's two Barry Bonds in the National League? <laughs> and someone was like, no, dude, that's that's the same guy. He's just his head grew four sizes and <laughs> the old it's like uh, the baseball Grinch. But the old, Saturday Night, the old Saturday Night Live skit. Did you ever see that one with Barry Bonds? And they asked him how that. Oh, happened. you tell, you don't bring up Saturday Night Live with Neck Jason. exercises. <laughs> He loves, he loves Saturday Night Live. Like, but your head grew four times bigger. Head exercises. Yeah. That was a good skit. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, Manfred, he, he's hot garbage. He's a soup sandwich. And that's my expert opinion as a dude who just sits on his ass and watches baseball. A lot. <laughs> well, that, that makes three of us to do that. And uh, we all agree with you that I like soup sandwich. I'm going to remember that one. That's a good. That's a good, he's a soggy, nasty sandwich. That's putting that, putting that in the vault Seinfeld style. Yeah. Taking, <laughs> taking, taking baseball and rubbing it, rubbing some dirt on it, but not in the good way. Yes. I'm not sure what that means, but it sounded good. In my head. <laughs> not sure. All right. Speaking of prospects that I mentioned earlier, uh, there was a video that came out recently of Jack Leiter throwing some pitches in his Rangers garb. Jace, did you get a chance to see that? And what did you think of him? Yeah, I did. And I didn't realize we had drafted a centaur. <laughs> that dude is like <laughs> my goodness like i was like we're there was some muscles on that dude's legs and i, I mean i'm not trying to sound like i was stalking him but uh, you would though you would i would you know <laughs> hey i'll take a sugar daddy but my, that dude i mean it's it's good to see from what little I know of pitching. A lot of it comes from like the waist down. So if that's the case, then that dude's going to be set up for success for quite a while. <laughs> yeah. He's got tree trunks for legs. I was yeah. so shocked to see that. Yeah. Um, you know, cause like, you know, seeing him on draft night, I was like, Oh, okay. He's just, you know, some lanky 
I mean, he looks like a mini outlighter. So that was all I thought. I was like, oh, he's like a lankier outlighter. Cool. Then seeing him out there on the mound, I was like, my God, he's a goat boy. And that in the, the kindest way possible. I'm not trying to put down <laughs> the, the guy. He's, he's yeah. obviously. Yeah, he's got horse legs is what it yeah. looks like. Yeah. And I mean, that's there's so much excitement coming from the pitch. And and see, me and, me and Jace used to revel and, and we've talked about this many times on the podcast, Ben, the DVD, you know, the diamond yeah. Volquez and Danks thing that was coming up. Cause that's all we had to hope for as far yeah. as minor league pitching. And now it is fully stocked. You got Jack ladder, you got Cole Wynn, you got Jake Latz, you got Yanni Hernandez, Gary Rodriguez. You got, I mean, just AJ Alexi, Glenn Otto, Spencer Howard. I mean, yeah. it's the list goes on. I mean, yeah. Jace, this is the best. This is the best I've seen our pitching in, in the farm. Well, in Spencer Howard, you can't count him be, as being on the farm, but you know, this is the best, this is the best it's looked in a long time. Yeah. It's, and you know, and I, I like the balance throughout the system. It's not just, I feel like uh, kind of during the world series run at that time, it felt like it was a little more heavy, heavily skewed towards offense. That's just my opinion, but I like that. You know, we have, we have all these, these super talented kids out there pitching and, and, you know, and you can look at our, at the different positions on the field and you're not like, Oh man, we're going to have to get rid of some of these prospects to fill a hole there, there. Cause they already got it taken care of, you know? Yeah. yeah they have Let's, an, abu- they have an abundance of, of players at every position, which is good. CJ already mentioned, you know, the pitchers and then at shortstops you've got, or an infield, you got, you know, you got Josh Young, you've got uh, Blaine Cram, you've got Jack Spiggers, you've got Justin Foscue, you've got, you know, Josh Smith, you've got all these guys infield, Ezekiel Duran, Ezekiel Duran. Yep. And then on the outfield, you got guys like Bubba Thompson and Josh Stowers. And, you know, now the other names are escaping me, but every, at every position, at every level, they have a plethora of guys, just too many guys at each position. And that's great because some of these guys are going to be used in trades and some of these guys are going to change positions and make it at, at, for the Rangers. And unfortunately, some of them won't make it at all, but there's so many that the odds are that they're going to be good for a little while coming up. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, and you know, obviously I'm, I'm really excited for Josh Young. I'm a, I'm a tech fan. So uh, yeah, I'm excited to see him play get junior. I'm going to call his brother, Jace, my, my son. So until the day comes where there's like a Jace quickening and I have to go Highlander on all of them, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's probably, you know, like said, like you were saying, just one of the more exciting times as a Rangers fan, knowing that we have we have just a almost a a embarrassment of riches, yeah, <laughs> coming up for us, and so and, and then knowing that they're going to be able to break in with guys like Corey Seager, who has you know done just about everything you can want to do in the major leagues, yeah. I think, except I don't know. There's probably some natural thing like he wants to knock out a light pole or something, but <laughs> you know. well, he said when they signed him that he was, you know, looking forward to be uh, being on the first Rangers World Series winning team. Yeah. So I mean yeah, that would that that is something I think that that enticed some free agents to come here and will continue to be is I mean, I would like to be a part of that history if I was a player. Yeah. I mean, and you know, we're I think you watch how the, the DFW area fans have clung to the triplets for, <laughs> yeah. We, I mean, you know, Emmett Smith will never have to buy himself a drink or a beer or anything in <laughs> no. Dallas ever again. So, and we could, I mean, if it was me, you know, even Dat Wynn or someone could get away with just about anything around there. So, yeah. 
we we are i feel like we as a whole fan base are pretty pretty good to our players we you know we'll stick with them and you you do right by us we'll do right by you kind of a thing amen to that so now we're gonna wrap up here so this is the toughest question ever what's your go-to at whataburger jace gotta go number two grilled jalapenos I know it's jalapenos, but I like to say it like a weirdo sometimes. And then you got to get the water size fry. And I also sometimes will get like a, you know, a chicken sandwich or another double burger when I'm feeling <laughs> especially spicy. And, you know, it tastes great. Uh, sometimes the people behind the counter start crying. It's like, my God, this dude's going to eat us out of business. But, uh, <laughs> you know, that's that's my go to right there. That number two with grilled jalapenos. All right, so I'm going to allow you one opportunity here. All right, this is a surprise. <laughs> this is not on the notes, and I didn't give this to you, Jace. Now, be discreet. <laughs> What's the funniest story you have on me? Now, remember, this is going to go everywhere. So right. pick your story. Choose wisely. Okay. And that's not I'm a very so good tempted. option either. <laughs> I know there's, there's, okay. I'll go with keeping with, within the, the baseball theme and keeping, you know, you off certain police radars. It was one time. It was one time. <laughs> <laughs> that they know of. Um, <laughs> Chase was front and center for that. He got to see a bloody and muddy CJ. <laughs> okay. That's all I'm saying. We're done with that. One. I think one of my favorite times I was notoriously bad at baseball. Um, as much as I love the sport, it never loved me back. It's something I'm working on with my counselor, but it was an abusive relationship mainly for <laughs> all those years that I played. But our one year I was getting to, I was playing against CJ here, who was who was the good pitcher. Oh, I know, I know you're going here. In uh, in his own right, but uh, you know, I, I oftentimes would uh, lead the league in strikeouts without ever throwing a pitch. <laughs> and um, CJ here, you know, he he had a real good curveball, and he he could he could pitch. And, you know, if you look at him now, you wouldn't believe it, but he was he was a bit of an athlete back in the day. Yeah, so I'm gonna go ahead and say, yeah, you know, I got the the chemo possum nickname right now, and it's not near the cool ass nickname you gave me back then remember that one uh not off the top oh yeah uh, uh flame flicker here man yeah there you go a late heat on the ball man so it's just good. gonna come out and then pop but so i'm up there we're down i think a run or two i don't remember now had a couple of runners on i had hit my first ever home run after 38 years of trying you did um, two home runs that day yeah, too. I, you know, I was like, this is my chance to be one day, my moment in the spotlight. And CJ pretty much knew he had an out as soon as I stepped in the box. <laughs> but I was feeling myself that day. I, you know, I was like, man, I had my wheeze. I got my big boy britches on. We about to do this. So, you know, he throws a, a fastball and I, you know, I smash that thing, but it hooks foul. And he looks at me like, what the crap, dude? Like you've, <laughs> you've never touched anything I've ever thrown. Like he, he threw a curveball one time that almost made me fall down out of the, you know, I was trying to check my swing and I fell into the other batter box. And I'm, so I, you know, he, I, I was oftentimes just looking like a straight ass up there. <laughs> so I fell that one off and, you know, I'm, I'm up there putting up a pretty good fight and CJ steps off the mound, if I remember right. Cause he actually had to like, think about what he was going to do. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, he throws, I think the last pitch was, it was a fastball again, right? If I remember right. The last pitch, no, it was the curve. It was a curve, right. You threw a fastball again and I hooked that one, I think, down the yeah. left. Yep. I almost got my first home run, my third home run off here, but nope, he threw a, a curve ball and I kind of pissed my pants and I flailed at it weekly and that was that. But it was a lot of fun getting to hit my first home run for all my friends and, you know, CJ was proud of me until we took the lead and then he wasn't so proud anymore. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, uh, one of my favorite stories there. Yeah. So I was playing shortstop that game cause I was playing West Texas league as well. So they limited how much I could pitch in that, in, in, yeah. the, in the league that we were playing in. So I was the closer. So they brought me in to close the game out and yeah, I faced Jace that day, but I was playing shortstop and you know, Jace crushed two home runs. And every time he rounded second, I was giving him a high five. And then after the game was over, I went and talked to the umpire and got a ball and I went and gave it to Jace. I was like, dude, that was awesome. That was so cool to see. Sorry. I had to make you look foolish, but. <laughs> oh. I mean, you'd been doing it for, you know, over a decade by that point. So that was one more time. <laughs> I was not expecting you to go there, Jace. I was expecting um, something a little more embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, you know, I I figured since since I'm in a kind mood today, you know, I'll, I'll if you ever have me on again, I'll I'll share those stories. Then I don't think we need to do that. <laughs> Well, it sounds like that'd be the last time you'll be on, Jay. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was a great time, though. I enjoyed it. Yeah, no, Jace, you know, man, we we appreciate it, brother. I mean, this is this has been fun, and I mean, hell, with the lockout, I figured, hell, let's get let's get Wade on, you know, and we're probably going to lead the the podcast off tonight with Wade doing "Oh, the Ranger." Yeah, a song he wrote for us. So sorry, talented bastard, Wade. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's funny is is during the interview, which you, I know you heard. Uh, I, I told Ben, you know, you could throw a stick at him and he could make music out of it. And he goes, okay, watch this with my hands. And yeah. He and made he, it. He started making music with his, made like a whistle sound with his hands. It was really melodic. Yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. He, man, he pisses me. I mean, I love Wade, but <laughs> so I remember in like high school, he'd be like just sitting at the table during lunch, carving out like little apple sculptures and like, singing <laughs> and it's like, why? Like, Share share some with the rest of us. Some over here like can't tie my shoes right, and you're over here. Look at my apple sculpture. Like, no, go to hell, Wade. I love you. <laughs> yeah, you know my my claim to fame playing sports was striking out in slow pitch softball and looking bad doing it. Uh, yeah, I won't. I won't. Luckily, no one that uh, any of us know has seen me play slow pitch, but it's it's pretty bad there too. Man, I I was playing third base one time and. I heard the bat hit a ball and then I felt the ball hit my knee. Oh, and I was like, man, that's embarrassing. Cause I, you know, I'm, I was talking a big game before that. <laughs> <laughs> well, my best one was a double play because I was pitching. The ball got hit right back at me and I couldn't get my glove up fast enough. And I caught it in my armpit. Nice. Like it just hit me and I fell over and the umpire, <laughs> the umpire looks at my armpit and goes out and then the dude had run to second, so I picked the ball out of my armpit and threw it over to first for the double play. And I had the laces of a softball on my chest and on my arm for like two weeks. That dude must have hit that ball like 70 miles an hour off the bat. It came fast. It goes in the box score all the same. It does. It was a double play. It doesn't matter. Well, Jace, thank you so much for joining us tonight, man. Well, you know, Thank you for having me. I had a great time. Yeah, man. I enjoyed it a whole lot. CJ, thanks for getting him on. 
Oh yeah, no problem, man. And Jace, love you, brother. And thanks for coming on. It's always a blast to hear just to hear your voice, man. I miss you. Yeah, miss you too. Sometimes. Thanks for listening to the Ranger Report podcast. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and at therangerreport.com.